0: Matthew 16 from the New Living Translation Leaders demand a miraculous sign. One day the Pharisees and the Sadducees came to test Jesus, demanding that he show them a miraculous sign from heaven to prove his authority. He replied, you know the saying, red sky at night means fair weather tomorrow, red sky in the morning means foul weather all day. You know how to interpret the weather signs in the sky, but you don't know how to interpret the signs of the times. Only an evil, adulterous generation would demand a miraculous sign. But the only sign that I will give them is the sign of the prophet Jonah. Then Jesus left them and went away. Yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees Later, after they would crossed to the other side of the lake, the disciples discovered they had forgotten to bring any bread. Watch out, Jesus warned them. Beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. At this they began to argue with each other, because they hadn't brought any bread. Jesus knew what they were saying, so he said, You have so little faith. Why are you arguing with each other about having no bread? Don't you understand even yet? Don't you remember the five thousand are fed with five loaves? and the baskets of leftovers you picked up? Or the four thousand I fed with seven loaves, and the large baskets of leftovers you picked up? Why can't you understand that I'm not talking about bread? So again I say, beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Then at last they understood that he wasn't speaking about the yeast in the bread, but about the deceptive teaching of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Peter's declaration about Jesus. When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? Well, they replied, some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, and others say Jeremiah or one of the other prophets. Then he asked them, But who do you say I am? Simon Peter answered, You are the Messiah the son of the living God. Jesus replied, You are blessed, Simon, son of John, because my Father in heaven has revealed this to you. You did not learn this from any human being. Now I say to you that you are Peter, which means rock, and upon this rock I will build my church, and all the powers of hell will not conquer it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven, and whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. Then he sternly warned the disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. Jesus predicts his death. From then on, Jesus began to tell his disciples plainly that it was necessary for him to go to Jerusalem, and that he would suffer many terrible things at the hands of the elders, the leading priests, and the teachers of the religious law. He would be killed, but on the third day he would be raised from the dead. But Peter took him aside and began to reprimand him for saying such things. Heaven forbid, Lord, he said, this will never happen to you. Jesus turned to Peter and said, get away from me, Satan. You are a dangerous trap for me. You are seeing things merely from a human point of view, not from God's. Then Jesus said to his disciples, If any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world, but lose your own soul? Is anything worth more than your soul? For the Son of Man will come with his angels in the glory of his Father and will judge all people according to their deeds. And I tell you the truth, some standing here right now will not die before they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom.
1: Today's passage starts out with Jesus being tested by the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And they approach him with their wisdom, trying to trap him. And Jesus says to them, you're really good at interpreting earthly things, but essentially you really don't get it when it comes to heavenly things, to eternal things. And then he says to his disciples, not just once, but twice in today's passage, be aware of the yeast of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. So what do we understand about yeast? Well, yeast is something that permeates the entire surface that it finds itself in. And therefore it is pervasive and Jesus says, beware of it. But what does he mean? See, the Sadducees and the Pharisees were essentially hypocrites. They had strict adherence to the law. They were all about rules and regulations and following them to the T as proof of their own goodness. But so often they missed the very essence of why the rules existed in the first place. We see that it's entirely possible for us to do the same. Jesus talks to the disciples and he says to them, his next journey is to Jerusalem. And he's expecting a lot of suffering in that part of the journey, and he tells them what's going to happen in his future. And Peter takes him aside and starts reprimanding him, saying, Heaven forbid, Lord, this will never happen to you. And Jesus discerns that Peter is coming from an earthly perspective, not seeing what God has planned and the great victory he has orchestrated from a heavenly perspective one that requires a price to be paid. And so we need to be aware. And he uses a beautiful illustration. He uses real life scenario when in the front end of Matthew 16 he finds the disciples arguing with each other because Jesus had started speaking about yeast and that reminded them that they'd forgotten to bring bread. So I can just imagine the scene where the disciples are all accusing each other of, you know, who forgot to bring the bread? (laughs) And Jesus says to them, do you not yet understand? Do you not remember what I have done? Did you not see that when I call you on a journey to follow me, I feed those who I minister to? And essentially, Jesus reminds us that so often we focus our attention on being right and getting the earthly things right. Focusing on what's lacking rather than focusing on the one who has already demonstrated that he is God over everything that we need. And who has already demonstrated that if he's calling us to follow him, We can just come as we are, and when we find ourselves with a multitude that needs food, all we need to do is bring what we have, and he will multiply it in our hands. So he says to them, don't you remember, don't you understand? I am the provider, and all you have to do is follow me. So Lord, we ask you to forgive us today when we look from an earthly perspective and at the natural things that are necessary instead of reminding ourselves that you are God and that you are provider. Within you is everything that we need. And so we ask that you would help us to flex our faith muscle and to say yes, to keep in step with you and to build your kingdom your way, you will be everything we need.